All right, now on the Money Mitch Effect, welcome to another show. Hope everybody out there is doing well. We are going to be breaking down the NFL season. I think this is the fifth year we've done this now. Ryan Souls on the line. Ryan, thanks for joining the program. Another year, more football. We're back. Good to have you on. Man, happy to be here. I can't believe that, man, that's five years. That's crazy. So, yeah, let's yeah, do it. Some bad picks in there for sure. Oh, for <laughs> Maybe sure. Good well, absolutely. Probably more on my side than you, but no, for it's, sure. Yeah, I don't have, the, I don't have the, the ledger in front of me, but if we look at this year's season, and I wanted to start here, 2021 football, we're back. It's going to be more traditional with fans. It's going to be great. I was looking at this before we do our division breakdown, kind of go team by team and just just hash out our picks at the end. I was looking at this year's team thinking, and maybe this is kind of like a a microcosm of the quarterback decision now, where I think the floor is raised. I don't think there's as many bad teams and maybe bad Mm -hmm. starting quarterbacks, but I just don't know if there's as many elite ones. I think the NFL is in a good competitive place. And I find myself struggling to identify bad teams, but at the same time, truly championship level teams, I don't know if I see as many as in years past. I don't know what your thoughts on that are. Yeah, I agree uh, with that to an extent, though. I think to the era kind of dictates the the level of championship talent just because, you know, I think 10, 15 years ago where the running back was more essential, it seemed like it was easier to acquire the personnel to be able to run the ball and play good defense as opposed to now having to have multiple skill position players on both sides of the ball have a quarterback that raises the floor of your team and you I just don't think you had to have that in the past so to your point I think that's kind of what it is yeah, make the, make no mistake about it. There's still bad teams and bad quarterbacks in the NFL. Absolutely. But, but I think maybe also, too, with seven playoff teams now, you're going to have more teams buying into being competitive and not just punting on the season and, and looking to the future. Because we know more than any other sport, probably, if you get in the playoffs, you can win the whole thing. Just look Absolutely. at last year. Another wild card team wins the Super Bowl. A hundred percent. I mean, and albeit that wild card team had – uh, you know, just weird situations all around, you know, with the, the GOAT just coming over. But they were a wild card team nonetheless. Well, let's go to the GOAT's old, old division to start first, the uh, AFC East. And the oldest quarterback in that division now is Josh Allen. We didn't really talk about the fact that Cam Newton was released. They're going to go with Mac Jones in New England, Tua in Miami, Allen, as we mentioned, and uh, Zach Wilson, the rookie for the Jets. The Patriots are the the talk of this division in the offseason sense. I think there's the Bills still at the top pecking order-wise, but I don't think we were surprised that it's Mac Jones week one and and Ryan really that that Belichick decided to cut Cam rather than make him the backup. This is a classic Belichick move, and and he's not going to just bench someone. He's going to outright release him and take his team in a new direction. Yeah, absolutely. Like how how the whole thing went down in terms of Bill Belichick's move after he cut him or like going to cut him weren't surprising to me at all. And, you know, we'll never know, you know, what decisions were made or what ground Mac Jones gained, you know, in those five days that Kim wasn't there. But I think I, I don't know if you feel this way, but I think before cam missed that time i was thinking that cam was going to end up starting the season more more than likely losing his job as mac caught on and maybe uh things just weren't going the way that they were planned to start because i don't think cam looked 
horrible in the preseason, but I don't think he looked great either. So there's a chance that when we got to the regular season, we could have seen, you know, kind of a, another lackluster Cam Newton and Mac Jones take over there. So that yeah. that that part was surprising to me, but after that, none, none of it at all. It's important to also point out that Mac was just lighting it up by all accounts in the preseason, and whether yeah. it's you know COVID stuff, injury, you name it, that's how Tom Brady got onto the field. If, if there's the opportunity and you take advantage of it by all accounts, that's what Mac did. Uh, looking at this division, the Bills, I don't think we're going to disagree on the Bills being at the top of the pecking order. The defense might be a little worse off for wear, but Josh Allen continues to impress. Stable, I, we've talked about it. He's my favorite, one of my favorite play callers in the league, and I think this team is primed to make another deep run. Then you get to Patriots, Dolphins, another team that just missed the playoffs last year. We're all we're always going to put the Jets dead last for, for the time being, and yeah, you know, knock yeah. on Zach Wilson. But that's until they prove it otherwise, they yeah. come. In. Yeah, but I, I think that battle between the Patriots and the Dolphins for the second spot and or a playoff spot is going to be fascinating to see. I, they they play right out of the get go, and and people are penciling in New England, Ryan. But the Dolphins had a lot of talent on their team last year, and if Tua does get to full form, full recovery from his injury, and he makes that step forward, big if. But I can see the Dolphins being right there in that number two spot as well. Well, yeah, and to your point, I think the Dolphins kind of being right there last year with Tua not playing his best, I think just bodes well for, I think, their confidence going forward. I think it bodes well for Tua's confidence going forward if he's 100% healthy and has, you know, a training camp and a season under his belt. But make no mistake, the pressure's on Tua and the pressure's on the Dolphins to make sure they got this right because uh, I think Herbert, you know, not to jump around too much, but I think he's going to ball out and Miami had a chance to have him. And Mm -hmm. uh, I think with having Waddle and Devontae Parker and I forget the other receiver, but they get, they got some, they got some talent on offense and Tua has to show that, um, you know, he's healthy for one and two that uh, the pick was worth it. I like Flores a lot, and I do also want to say, you know, the Patriots, their defense is going to get a lot better on the other side because of all the opt-outs that they had last year coming back, too. So they added money right. to the tight end position as well um, with with two big names there. Uh, although I think, uh, I know Hunter Henry's there, but Johnny Smith, the guy from the Titans, is, is a little banged up, I believe. But either way, I mean, this is going to be a battle to see. Uh, looking at the Bills before we move on to another division, Ryan, I mean, if we're looking at the pecking order, I know it's early going into the AFC do you have the the Bills going into this season, at least, as that square number two team in the conference? Yeah, I do have the Bills uh, squared in as that number two team in the conference. They're just, I think, you know, I think Josh Allen will improve. That doesn't mean he will necessarily improve on his stats, but I think he'll continue to get better. And if he does, uh, with how good Stephon Diggs is, you know, how good uh, they're coordinated on offense with Dave uh, Ball, as you say, I think they will be that number two slot. Stefan Diggs and Allen are just magic together. It's really impressive to see. Uh, and I agree. I think they're the number two team until somebody else proves them otherwise going forward. Uh, I don't think it's going to surprise you, Ryan. The uh, quickest amount of time that we, we should probably spend on any division is the AFC South. Because, yeah. I, because I honestly think, and, and I know the Titans are somewhere in that next pack with the Clevelands and the Baltimores. Um, and next to even New England maybe for teams that could contend outside Chiefs and Bills. No knock on the Titans, but this is my, I mean, this is my lock of a division. Like, if they don't win this one, of all the division races, even maybe Chiefs, even maybe Chiefs, 
I think mm-hmm. this is the one where there's just not a team. You know, it's the weakest division in football, I want to say, because of the Jaguars rebuilt. The Texans just seem like a complete disaster. And the Colts are just injured right out of the gate, especially at that quarterback position. Yeah, this is like the opposite of the NFC West, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, though, the interesting thing about the Titans, and I think they are a lock, but I will say this, and this is no shade because you know how much I love running backs and, and playing good defense, but if the Titans are trying to get to where they want to go, that means another workload for Derrick Henry like he's had the past two years. And we've never seen this before. But he might be built uh, different, the, though. Oh, I mean, he might be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I think we've seen – I think, you know, Eric Dickerson may have done something like this, uh, you know, some other guys. But to, to put up the amount of carries and I just – yeah, that's gonna be hard, man. It will. That's gonna be. It will. I mean, the, here's what I'll say. I think that it's. He reminds me a lot of Steven Jackson with a little bit of Absolutely. a higher ceiling. At least Which is his bigger. Bigger. Was, that's scary to say. We've seen him in person, <laughs> yeah. but I would say that um, at least his his dominant years are being appreciated. They're contending, you know, as opposed Absolutely. to Steven Jackson's. And I just think too, Tannehill. I mean, he might not be everybody's cup of tea. And it's fair to say he's not going to be that top five quarterback, but he's in the top ten. I mean, he's produced like a top ten quarterback consistently in this offense. He absolutely has. And having, you know, if Julio Jones stays healthy, having two legit number ones, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. Both those guys need to stay healthy. And and the lack, uh, because Brown, I think, is banged up right now, too. And Arthur Smith not being there anymore, we'll just see how that works out as well. Absolutely, because the key to Henry having a good season is to have a light box, and you need those two number ones out there healthy so they can't put a safety in uh, the box. I just feel bad for the Colts because, I I mean, I know you like Frank Wright a lot, what he did for the Eagles, but they they just can't seem to get this quarterback thing right, and they do have a lot of talent. And if they had that position, if they had a couple more pieces, the right pieces, they could contend for this division. They almost did last year. You know, they basically did last year. So, um, yeah, hundred percent. Right there, I just don't. Without the quarterback, Ryan, I just don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it either. And I know that you know they have returned to practice and whatever, and they're set. You know, Nelson and um, Wentz are set to return, but you know, Wentz he hasn't proven he can be reliable when he was in Philadelphia. So, like you said, even if he comes back. He's got to acclimate himself to the offense. This is his first year playing there, and there's no guarantee that he's going to stay healthy. And I agree with you 100%. This team is built and ready to win now. They they have a really solid defense. They have solid skill position players that are underrated and really don't get talked about enough. And I think that they really could make a run. Like you said, I love Frank Reich, but they, they just catch bad luck. Texans have the lowest over-under in football, according to Vegas, at four wins in 17 games. That's what's set at right now. They're going to be bad, man. It's it's not going to be pretty for Houston. Yeah, they're going to be horrible. And I hate to see Tyrod Taylor just have to trot out there and just be the, the whipping boy for this horrible organization. But it's, it's going to be a long ride. And 
who knows what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson and uh, that, you know, I think every day uh, someone's going to have to answer a question about it. And it's just, it's not, it's not, I don't think it's going to be a good season for them at all. No. I, and, and the other team in this division, Jacksonville might be the most intriguing to watch in the sense of, we just don't know what it's going to look like with Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence and, and a new regime. Um, but I, and I don't think obviously they're going to be close to the playoffs. They're, they're definitely uh, far steps away there. But will Trevor Lawrence be the best and the most productive rookie quarterback, Ryan? I'm leaning yes, just because he's going to get the most opportunity right out of the gate. You know, so I think he, I think he'll have a good year, some growing pains. But I think, you know, you know, I think he'll be the best rookie stats wise, at least. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to play well for a rookie, but I will say, typically, when you have a new head coach quarterback combination, and especially that second and third game, because I watched I watched a decent amount of the preseason, actually. And he's going up against twos and threes, and it, was, it wasn't on him. It was just hard for that offense to move the football. So I really hope that they figure out, uh, figure that part of it out, because if they, if they couldn't move it against guys trying to make the team when it's live and, you know, we were out here for real, I don't know. Yeah how Urban Meyer is going to adjust adjust to this level. Uh, I think there's a lot of factors to answer your question if Lawrence is going to play the best just because, you know, five rookies uh, could end up finishing the season starting at quarterback. Uh, and it's, it's going to be interesting because San Francisco is the team that can make some noise. I don't think Chicago is going to make some noise, but Andy Dalton is the starter who's on the shortest lease now because Cam Newton's no longer uh, in the league currently. So Fields could be in at any point, and he, to me, has had at least a more threatening to a defense preseason than Lawrence. So I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, I think he'll have a better chance than Zach Wilson, though. <laughs> yeah, just, and I yeah, like Zach man. Wilson, but they're not going to do him any favors. Um, all right, Ryan, let's let's move to the AFC North. You know, I got a lot to say about this division, mm-hmm. and um, you know, we can we can just I, I won't say pencil. We can pen, maybe not permanent marker, but we can just pen the Bengals for last. Is that cool? Absolutely. And I like Joe Burrow. I think he's another one in that Herbert class, and we'll see with Tua. But you know, he comes man, back. I just hope he- I just hope he finishes the season. They didn't draft a lot. I mean, they drafted Jamar Chase, who we know was a beast and who was, you know, at the time better than Justin Jefferson in college. And I get that. And they're teammates. And this is going to be a dynamic NFL caliber playmaker, Ryan. But they didn't improve the line. And take that what you will. I just think that's doing a disservice to your 15-year franchise guy. A hundred percent. And I hope um, when – they play for real. Chase looks a lot better than he did in the preseason because he couldn't he couldn't catch anything. He was just he was dropping balls horribly, and he didn't drop balls at LSU at all. Well, he so didn't, he didn't I, play last year either, right? I mean, like he took the year off, so it's kind of exactly, exactly. So I think you know it's the, it's the rookie kind of jitters, but hopefully he'll correct that. But like you said, they they got to be a protective protect the quarterback period so do you see that and i'm gonna ask you as like an outsider in this one uh do you see this as a two-horse race for the division take away the wild card positions out of it and, and contending and whatnot do you see pittsburgh as that legit threat to win the division and it's going to be you know a three-way all the way down or do you think they're kind of a distant third compared to the other two so i think it 100 percent depends on ben roethlisberger because if 
they're saying and he's saying his elbow and his arm is feeling as live as, as he says it is and it's feeling that way in December then I think and, and it's close I think they're a threat as much as a threat as anyone just because they're well coached and they got a veteran quarterback with skill positions but I think just based on last year and what we saw last year I absolutely think it's a two horse race and to be honest Based on J.K. Dobbins being out, based on, I think, Baltimore losing another running back. Uh, and to be honest, not to you know drag too much COVID into this, but Lamar Jackson's had it twice at this point. So there's no guarantee that he will even play every game this year based on just the history of him catching it. And I hate to be like that, but that is 100% something to consider. So I think the Browns, if they do what they need to do, the Browns should absolutely win this division. Well, you're getting me all excited. I'll try to remain partial here for most of this. Um, I think that Pittsburgh is a distant third, and I do think if Roethlisberger recaptures magic, they will have a chance to win this division. My, um, The odds of that happening, in my opinion, based on what we've seen, isn't very good. I also think their lines got significantly worse, as great as Najee Harris is, as much as I didn't want him to go to the Steelers. I think they're yeah, gonna no. need, I think they're going to need to address the line for him to really make an impact. Mm-hmm. And you know, and and look, I'll also say this: Tomlin is is a great coach, but he coaches significantly better against good teams. And I think in winning, the, in winning the division, I think they're going to have those games when they just don't have it and they lose to to poor teams. Now. Should they make the playoffs, which we can get to our, we'll get to our predictions later, but they're a live, live, you know, underdog. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it's Browns, Ravens. I think Dobbins' injury definitely cripples that team. And I think defensively, you know, they still have a lot to kind of, kind of improve and show off of because it wasn't pretty against the Bills in the playoffs. And when they get to that elite competition, you just wonder if they're going to be able to slow them down, slow those teams down. As far as the Browns, obviously, I'm giddy about this season. They had significant issues on the defensive side of the ball, and they've addressed a lot of those, uh, adding Newsom from the draft. Clowney was, was a low-risk signing, and I, and I really did like that for what he can do with Miles Garrett. I still worry about the linebacker position. Ryan, I think this is going to basically come down to what's the next step look like for Baker Mayfield. Because you have all these weapons around him. Chubb signed. Um, and I'm assuming also, too, the other thing I'll add to that is Odell Beckham cannot be a locker room problem. I'm not saying that he is. Don't want to accuse him of anything, but he's got to accept the fact that he's a a part of a really good team and not the alpha of a team that really wouldn't go anywhere if he had to be so ball dominant. So that's what I'm looking at. I'm going to pick the Browns to win this division, but the Ravens are going to be there. This is going to go down to the last week, two weeks of the season. Yeah, I think this will go down to the last two weeks of the season, too. I I agree basically with everything that you said, though I do think that uh, along with Odell not being a problem in the locker room. Uh, we're not saying he will be, but I think, too, on the other side, Baker's got to try not to force feed either when he's on the field, play the offense as, as Stefanski stripping it or scripting it, rather. And I think, you know, he's grown significantly since he got into the league, and I, I think he's going to have a, an even better year than he did last year. I think the defense is going to be dangerous. Miles Garrett is a monster, as you know. Uh, Clowney, you know, somehow somehow fits into the run stop on every play. You'd like him to rush the passer a little better, but he's always in our running plays, always getting those tackle for losses. So I think that'll be huge for y'all. 
going to be a battle that AFC North. Um, I, I'm I'm obviously optimistic, but the schedule's tough, and we'll see what happens. A last division, Ryan, the AFC West, the uh, Chiefs. <laughs> maybe we'll call it the Kansas City Chiefs uh, Invitational, unless you think that there's a team that could challenge. No, man, this is this is wrapped up. So, uh, so I, I agree, but I also think this is a bigger picture of that they're in that position that New England was in, that Denver was in before them. Green Bay's kind of been in it. Where division is, is nice, but it's really not anything. Like, they're playing no. for bigger things. So, I would say that, yeah, they were 14-2. and two. This team under Andy Reid is usually amazing in September. Uh, mm-hmm. Hardly ever lose a game. But their line got ravaged, and they got beat up up front uh, in that Super Bowl. I'm just wondering how they're going to improve and how they're going to address those issues. Obviously, not a threat to lose this division, we don't think. But going forward, it's something to consider. Well, I think it's definitely something to consider. And because it's a 17 17- week uh 17 game season and only that one seed really gives you that bye week i think that's valuable to the chiefs i think that's valuable to the bills and i think that will force uh andy reed and uh mcdermott these guys to take you know september seriously they won't treat it like a preseason and i think too down the stretch more than wrapping up the division, like you say, I think the Chiefs are going to be concerned with trying to make sure they wrap up that one seed because if the road to the Super Bowl can go through Arrowhead, that's a huge advantage for them and all that firepower they got. Well, I think that, you know, I, I agree with, with a lot of what you said. I think that part of the issue with the Chiefs might be in a weird way that they're not challenged enough in their own division, you know, like it, they, they yeah. kind of have it made out a little bit um second best team in this division though tough tough decision to make um i thought about this a couple different times i went back and forth and i'm gonna say very cautiously ryan very cautiously it's the chargers i think so too i agree and i think two and three between the chargers and the broncos because i think the raiders are actually going to finish last in the division wow i i think it depends totally on the play Bridgewater and Herbert. I think if Bridgewater can just do enough to support the skill positions and the solid defense that they have, I think they're good enough to be in every game that they play. But I think Herbert, I'm I'm not going out to say he can compete for an MVP, but I think he's going to take another step. I think he's going to be really good. I think that team is well coached. Uh, They're really good on defense, getting Derwin James back too. So I think I like the Chargers to finish second place, but I think it could be really close if Bridgewater plays well. Yeah, I think the Broncos and Raiders, Ryan, I don't want to look ahead and, and turn it into that, but they seem like the team's most, most positioned to make a run at, at Rodgers next year. So they're just like, we'll try to contend, so. but we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, the Raiders, I mean, this is it for, for Carr, and I don't think it's it for Gruden, but they just haven't really done enough to improve their roster. I think there is some oh. talent on that team, but I just – I, I feel like Denver is going to take a step back, and this could be the end for Fangio. I just I like Bridgewater, but I just don't know what their identity is. It could be well wrong. They could end up surprising teams. But Herbert keeps going. He had over 30 touchdowns last year. They got a, a solid run game established, and they could get healthy. I think they could surprise teams and make that playoff push. But, yeah, we're in agreement. It's the Chiefs, and it's going to be that way for a long time. For a long time. Ryan Soles here on the Money Mitch Effect. Let's go to the NFC now. NFC East, starting there. We can, we can talk about your Eagles first. Why, why you got to do that? Man? Well, we have to. I think it's better to just just get it out. In the just open, get out right? the way, right? 
So, ah, man, I, I know I said the AFC South was probably my least favorite division. This division isn't quite what the AFC South is, but it might be close. And uh, looking at the pecking order, Ryan, I, I think we unfortunately have to put your Eagles deep down there. Oh, man, I agree 100%. I think this entire year is going to be an experiment. It's a first-year head coach. It's a full season with Jalen Hurts. Uh, we don't know really how the offensive line is going to look like with that makeover. I think the only sure thing about this team is the defensive line. Uh, and it might be outside of the Rams, maybe one of the best defensive lines in football, just on pure mm. you know talent skill level. But outside of that, you're 100% right. The team really doesn't have anything else. I think they will be competing for you know the bottom in that division, unfortunately. What if I said, and that's a good point, and I do think your D-line's good, but what if I said there might be a better one in this division? Oh, you think uh, Washington? Yeah, oh yeah. And they I mean, very well could. I mean, yeah. and that's... <laughs> I just think Sweat and, I mean, Chase Young. And Chase Young is a monster. No, but you bring up a good point. And I think that, look, I I don't want to get ahead of myself too much. I think this division, the Giants have a good roster. I actually do like Judge as a coach. I think this is probably going to be it for Jones. And I think, I mean, Judge will outlast Daniel Jones, I think. Absolutely. And, you know, we just got to see. Well, but I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but. I think Daniel Jones' success is going to be huge on uh, Saquon Barkley this year. True, true. Uh, but but anyway, I have those two teams third and fourth in the division, respectfully. Yep. Um, I, I'm still. We'll get to the picks at the end. But you have two two talented yet flawed teams that could easily win this division in Dallas and Washington. Welcome Absolutely. to the 2021 <laughs> NFC East. It's crazy, and you know I, I don't root for Dallas, but. You know, how can you not root for somebody like Dak Prescott? I hope he's healthy and hope he makes it through the season. But, you know, from hard knocks to Jerry Jones, this team is just always. We talk about that know, for a second. Jerry Jones on hard knocks, like he, he was. Oh, he, he's he was he's eating. He's eighty years old. He's eating a McGriddle and he just douses it with salt. Like some people oh, are just gonna <laughs> live forever. Yeah, I, <laughs> I totally forgot that. Jerry Jones, 80 years old, putting salt on his McGriddle. You're 100% right. No, just, yeah. just incredible. Uh, if anything, though, yeah. Zeke looked slimmed down, which was good. He did. Um, mm-hmm. I don't and Michael, Michael Parsons looked for real. Yeah, yeah. they needed all the help they can get on the defense, and I think the Lamb-Cooper combo is going to be great as well. Uh, Washington has that defense. They have Fitz, Fitzpatrick at the quarterback Ugh. position. I like Gibson as a running back there. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think that... Fitzpatrick gives them stability in in one sense, but he also gives them that volatile good game one week, bad game the next. So uh, this this race is going to be fascinating. That's all I'll say. I think both these teams could match up pretty well. Uh, I think I think Washington has a clear advantage in the head coaching department, Rivera versus McCarthy. But you know, we'll see, man. We will see, and I think something you got to wonder. And I'm not trying to um, go too far down this path here, but you got to think that Ron Rivera had to look at Cam Newton and ask himself, is he better than Ryan Fitzpatrick considering he used to coach him? And I'm curious if at some point down the season, they'll consider that depending on how Fitzpatrick plays. I forget who the backup quarterback is. It might be Heineke, 
but I'm just I'm shocked, and I know they didn't they didn't take a look at him last year when he yeah. played with New England. I'm just curious if that's something that might materialize. Those accuracy numbers were really bad though, and that's kind of the way the game's going. So I mean that's that's yeah. part of it, and you know Cam being compromised moving is only going to exasperate that as well. So we'll see um, the NFC North. Wow, well, this division, I mean, you have the Green Bay Packers essentially doing their last dance, the version of their last dance this year, but mm-hmm. still having the superior roster and talent. And, again, much like much like the Chiefs, I just I look at them to win this division, Ryan, and then it's like we'll see what happens. And based on track record, they'll go decently far and then flame out again. That's exactly what it looks like. And I really don't have too much more to say because I think that's 100% I mean, what's going to happen. Rodgers is gone. Like, this is it. Rodgers is gone. Now the Devontae mm-hmm. Adams thing is trickier, you know. I, I don't. Yeah, he doesn't have that leverage, and not just because you know he's a receiver, but he's not Aaron Rodgers as well. So, um, exactly. But they are still a pretty good team. They they can still they're still going to be able to score. The rest of this mm-hmm. division, I mean, like the Lions are just not good. <laughs> Dan Campbell's going to be crazy, but the Lions Dan, are just not good. Dan Campbell's the best thing they got going, and I mean, he he would be amazing in the. WWE Attitude Era because he he's amazing on the microphone, man. I love when he like, cut, when he had to cut somebody and he's like, "I'm a jerk." I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, and, and I think the Bears, when Fields gets in, this team will turn. And and I you know, the Matt Nagy thing, I did find it funny that Trubisky looked great playing for Dable in the preseason. It was just funny, but I I just think that Matt Nagy as a play caller doesn't really do his offense a service. Montgomery last year. There's something about this team that they play. It's like a lot of what those old Browns teams had, Ryan, where, oh, when they're out of contention, now they're going to turn it on and get exciting, you know, which is kind of what I see happening this year. The Bears will probably finish strong at like 7-10, 8-9. and Exactly. I think they'll finish strong at 7-10, 8-9, and I would not be surprised if uh, Khalil Mack was gone by the trade deadline. Wow. That that's a bold pick. I, I kind of like it though. Um, you know what the leverage would look like for that. I don't know. Minnesota is that fringe playoff team though. I God, they there's a lot. They're not well. Me, seven teams no. now, Ryan. Okay, we're gonna have to pick seven teams at the end at the end of this show. We so, are. <laughs> you're we gonna are. have a hard time when you get down to six or seven. Just just pointing that out. Especially I would think in the NFC, but the cousins. Yeah. There's cousins drama in terms of like what he can bring on the top end. Uh, Dalvin Cook's still a monster. Still. I mean, definitely top 10 running back somewhere probably between 5 and 10. But defensively, they took a step back last year. We all saw it down the stretch. They got, what was that, Christmas Day? They got annihilated by the Saints. They got destroyed. And that's Zimmer's wheelhouse. And that's, yeah. that kind of showed me a lot. Um, and they didn't really get younger. As much as I respect Patrick Peterson's game in his prime, he ain't that guy now. And, uh, you know, he'll bring some, some wisdom to that line. But he uh, he's not going to be as impactful as I think they're hoping he's going to be. So no chance that the Packers have drama, internal strife, and the Vikings can swoop in to win this division? I don't see that at all. It would probably have to be like a 9-8 and eight division winner or something if that were to happen. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Probably not likely. Uh, NFC South. Wow. I mean, Tampa Bay wins the Super Bowl with Tom Brady there in his first year. Ryan, they're bringing everybody back. All 22 starters are back. I mean... And you talk about running it back or trying to run it back. This is as close as we've ever seen. So it really is. It's hard not to, it's hard not to like Tampa this year. It's hard not to like Tampa. They have more continuity. Tom's got a full year and change in the Bruce Arians offense, and 
I don't think, you know, there's going to be any fourth down issues this year. I think they're going to start strong. I think they're going to um, be around in the end, too. Yeah, I mean, Brady, the, I mean, what's what? there's really not much to say about Tom Brady, and I'll try not to say too much, but you just got to marvel at how he stays hungry. <laughs> Seriously, know? man. I mean, like, he, the guy doesn't have to do any of this. Not at all. And he says it himself. Like, he's in love with the process. Like, he... He loves watching film. He loves training and getting ready for the season. And at 44 years old, to be in love with that process is why he's the greatest quarterback to, to ever play. The rest of this division, Ryan, I'm just so fascinated by it. Uh, and it's not what we save the best division for last coming up here next, but the rest of this division, I'll put it this way, I could see any combination of two through four, because I think we're, we're both obviously looking at Tampa to, to win this division this year, but mm-hmm. I could see any, com- I can honestly see any combination of two through four coming up. I just, I, and I think that says more about, I don't fully trust any of these teams. So you think Arthur Smith plus Kyle Pitts can make Atlanta enough of a contender? Cause I, we got to say what, what's the Panthers are yeah, at the bottom. What's you think the Panthers are fourth? I do. Mm. I think the Panthers are fourth. I, uh... I think they need a reset. I like Darnold, but I think See, they're going to need some more time. Mm, I, yeah, I was leaning that way. I guess I got to talk it out. But um, if Darnold, I mean, and again, what's what what's the win share? What would you need to win to get, you know? Because if Chris yeah. McCaffrey and Sam Darnold, if Darnold has a good year, McCaffrey's, you know, maybe. Yeah, yeah 100%. By the way, they drafted that running back out of uh, Oklahoma State, Chuba Hubbard, who had like the, was the fastest running back too, so. I mean, they're going to have burners on their team. They uh, are. But I think, like, we got to – the Saints have a good roster, but they have a, a flawed roster in certain ways, and they've got, you know, the quarterback position, which it's Jameis Winston show again. Here we, here we are yet again. Seriously. Um, you know, we don't think – I don't think we think Taysom Hill is a legit starting quarterback in this league. He can be an impact player for sure. The other side of this, Ryan, is Michael Thomas. He's out six games. He had his surgery late. He clearly does not want to be a member of the Saints organization right now. And that's something to take into account when we're making these picks. I think so, too. Uh, you know, and I'm always going to like Sean Payton. I'm not sure what, you know, he can do with Jameis from the, the turnover standpoint. But if he can fix that, I think, coach you know, <laughs> 100% coach of the year. But I will say this, if he can fix that, the 30 touchdowns that James threw uh, that same season where he threw 30 interceptions, I think that part's going to come out if he's not turning the football over. And if that's happening with the way this offense is, is built and how good that defense is, they can be kind of a live wild card if they get in. I mean, I think we both think the Falcons are going to score, right? Like that that's not going to be an issue for them. No, they're, they're unless Ryan gonna, gets hurt, obviously. But I mean, that's like every absolutely. quarterback in this league. It's like a qualifier. And as, as happy as I am to see Julio in Tennessee because he might have a better chance to win, man, I would have loved to have seen Julio Pitts and Ridley. Wow. wow. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen that. I don't know that they draft. Uh, maybe they'd still draft Pitts, but uh, he's gonna he's gonna be a beast there. Uh, last division, Ryan. Last one. The best one, I think we agree. The NFC West, four quality football teams, and did they all get better? I mean, Seattle might be the only one that didn't do enough to get significantly better, but there's been some improvements across the board here. 
I, I, I guess we could start with the Rams for what they did. They get Matt Stafford. They overhaul the quarterback position. The, the cover looks bare in the future, but in the current, it's a damn good football team with the best defensive player we've seen in probably a couple decades and uh, a new quarterback. Absolutely. And, you know, they got a really good coach. And I think this team is hungry. They played well last year with golf back there. I think having Stafford and the weapons that they have, I think they're, they'll only be better. Like you said, though, this is just a tough division. And you know how much I love Aaron Donald. But when uh, he's getting triple teamed every play, that's a lot to put on Jalen Ramsey for them to hold up. And like you said, this is a very top-heavy team. So they're going to need um, to score 100%. They're not going to be able to rely on that defense. But I think McVay's finally got his guy, and I think it'll be fun to watch. I agree. I think the Rams did the most in the offseason. Um, don't sleep on the Niners, though. That's my other piece of advice. They went 6-10 and 10 last year with the garoppolo bethard Mullins combination. And we'll see what Jimmy G has. I think Trey Lance, this is tying back to our first topic. I think when he's in, I think he's going to be the most rookie productive quarterback. I think in this offense, his running ability with how Shanahan's going to scheme for him, I think he's going to do very well for him. And I think they also added Trey Sermon from Ohio State, the running back. You know, Nick Bosa's back from his injury. This team is going to be good as well. Uh, you know, Seattle, we mentioned with Russell Wilson, he just hasn't had a losing season since he started his career. And then Arizona, who, you know, kind of flamed out down the stretch last year. Kyler was a little banged up, but they go out and add DeAndre Hopkins, some defensive talent as well. And and now you have to find who the worst team in this division is. Sometimes we're struggling like the last one to find a second playoff team. All four of these teams are playoff quality. Absolutely. And don't forget, if A.J. Green stays healthy, this offense mm. could be <laughs> even more dangerous. Uh, but I will say, and I, I know we're we're right before we get to picks, but I got three teams coming out of this division, man. Well, it's not as bold as before with that extra playoff spot, but it's still pretty I agree. bold. Still pretty Agreed. bold. Um, all right, let's do it. Ryan Souls here on the Money Mitch Effect. Let's pick our seven playoff teams, division and wild card, before we get to Super Bowl. Ryan, let's start in the AFC. Seven teams, four division winners, and three wild cards. Okay. You said AFC, right? Yeah. Okay. So out of the South, uh, I like Tennessee. Out of uh, the East, I like Buffalo. Out of the North, I like Cleveland. And out of the West, Kansas City, of course. My three teams coming out, I first am going to go – with mm, I think the Ravens. Okay. Then I like the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go I'm honestly you won't believe this. I'm mm. between Pittsburgh and the Chargers. Okay. And I think I like the Chargers to get it. Wow. Mine are pretty similar. I wanted to go contrarian, but, you know, obviously Browns would be the one I'd take out on the close races, and I'm not going to do that. So I'll say all divisions are the same. Titans, Bills, Browns, and Chiefs. I like the Chargers, too, to go to the playoffs. Ravens, I'll swap out the Patriots, and I will say that that second team 
is the Miami Dolphins getting there. Okay. All right. Um, well, it just got to rain on the, the Patriots and their fans parade. They're just too much hype right now. You know, and too I, I much. think Mac Jones is going to be good, but they're already like, oh, look at how great we're going. It's like, all right, calm down. <laughs> yeah. Bart uh, Scott was calling him Mac yeah. and Cheese today, and that yeah. made me oh, happy. I like Mac Jones too, but like, I, just, I do too. I just think let's just all settle down. It's still a rookie quarterback, there's nothing guaranteed. Um, NFC, let's do it. Seven teams. Okay, so my seven teams out of the north, I like the Packers. Out of the east, I like Washington. Okay. Out of the south, Tampa Bay. Out of the west, I actually like Seattle. Mm. My this three is going to be teams, good. We're going to have some. We're going to have different teams here. This is going to be good. Yeah. So my three teams here, I like the Rams, the the Saints. Okay. And the 49ers. Wow. Wow, that's good. I'll take it a little slower, but we can just say the two Bucks Packers in. Like we got that, okay? Mm-hmm. Not, not not a debate there. God, I it's it's like a catch twenty two for me. I, I either have to pick a, a, an average Washington football team to repeat or the Dallas Cowboys, exactly. but I just don't think repeats are going to happen. So I'll go Cowboys to win that division somehow. Okay, um, but you'll you'll like that because they would get to lose a home playoff game. So that would be exactly good. Uh, Cowboys there. Uh, NFC West champs, the Rams. That's why I'm okay, playing that like division. And my three wild card teams in no particular order, because you went who you you went Rams and Niners. I went Rams and Niners. Yeah, I will Rams, s- Niners, Saints. Definitely okay. Rams, Niners, Saints. I will say, man, Sean Payton to get Jameis Winston into the playoffs. Um, definitely like, definitely like two teams in the uh, and two other teams in the NFC West. But I will say, how about that? We'll have, we'll have a little fun this year. Seattle doesn't get in. It's Niners. Oh, and Cardinals. wow. You know, I just, the rush drama, I think they're going to have an issue there. And I think Cardinals can get in and the Niners too. Uh, do I go Saints just to pencil them in? Like, I mean, we can, I should just dare to be different here. Um, I'm going to go with, let's put, let's, let's, uh, let's put Washington in too. Two NFC okay. East teams getting in defense getting it in i just you know we go chalk and it's the nfl weird stuff happens if i want to get really bold happens, i should have just thrown carolina in there been like whatever but i don't know um, those are my seven teams who's your super bowl matchup and who wins so i mean it's hard not to pick chalk achieves bucks rematch but it's the nfl and things just don't happen that way um and it's hard for me to say one of them's not gonna get back but I honestly like. I gotta go with my gut, man. I like Chiefs Bucks in a rematch, and okay. I think the Chiefs win. Okay. Man, do I pick the Browns to win the Super Bowl? I feel like I have to. Te- <laughs> I feel like I, I have to temper expectations just because if I pick them, I think it's going to have an adverse effect. So, I'll say they lose in the AFC Championship game this year. Okay. Um, which I guess in this mock-up scenario. Wouldn't include the Chiefs because I got Bills Rams in the Super Bowl. Bills, wow. Bills Rams with the Bills winning their Super Bowl title. Wow. It up. Yeah. I think the Chiefs need to reload. I think they need to. I think this will be that wake up call. Could be wrong. Could just be another Chiefs run, but they would have to go back to the game for the third year in a row. Not, not a likely thing. Well, the thing with me with the Chiefs is 
we saw their weakness get exposed in the Super Bowl. And what did they do in the offseason? They aggressively attacked it. And that offensive line is re-bolstered. And that was really the only weakness on the team offensively. And that's how they're trying to beat you. I'll say also, too, uh, and that's a good point. But uh, Mahomes, the MVP favorite at plus 600. Rodgers, 1,100. I, I like Josh Allen at plus 1,400 for the season he's going to have, I think. But... Hmm. Who knows, man? It's going to be fun. Uh, Ryan, this was a, a pleasure. Uh, week one, I just want to say, you know, Browns, Chiefs, there's some great matchups um, going forward. So we got good football right out the gate. You know, this is going to – I didn't tell you. that This is going to go up on Friday, so it'll be after that Cowboys and, and Bucks game. But uh, cool. I, think, I think the Bucks will put the banner up and uh, win that game. So it's usually what happens. Usually, yeah. And I, I think it'll be fun. It's going to be a fun season. I like the Bucks tomorrow night, too. But, yeah, I think it's going to be fun, man. This was fun. Five years in a row of doing this NFL preview. Ryan, thanks for coming on. Hey, last thing also um, also should should say, you know, we don't usually stray from sports on here, but I know you got, you know, a, a little bit of, of something to say about the loss of Michael K. Williams. We were talking about that before. But The Wire and, and, and I got into Boardwalk Empire. He was amazing on that. Uh, known for one role, an amazing role, but just an unbelievably talented actor. Great on just about everything he's done. Gone way too soon. Absolutely. I, I echo everything you said. It was just sad to hear about it. And from everyone um, who spoke about him, he sounds like just he was an amazing person. I think, you know, he played arguably the best character in television history. And Omar Little from The Wire. And uh, rest in peace, Michael K. Williams. Yeah, he's going to be missed. His body of work is incredible. Uh, you can see the outpouring of support from the people that knew him. So uh, definitely RIP to Michael K. Williams. Uh, Ryan, thanks for joining the show. Appreciate you talking football every time. Thanks, bro. That's going to do it for the Money Mitch Effect. Reminder, catch us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play, where all your podcast platforms are. Check out the Money Mitch Effect Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at MoneyMitchM21. Until next week, this was the Money Mitch Effect. I'm Mitch Michaels. Thank you for listening. Keep enjoying sports. Talk to you next week.